0: hello and welcome to the all-encompassing podcast where we the allen family navigate this crazy life together and to let all of you parents know that you are not alone So, before we get started with this first episode, we wanted to kind of introduce to you who we are, your hosts. So, I am Lydia. And I'm Daniel. And we are the parents of a beautiful baby girl, um, and we are navigating this crazy life together. We've been married now for... Five, five years
1: five years my goodness
0: <laughs> um we've known each other for 15 yeah that um, was a, that's a
1: crazy story for another day
0: <laughs> so we wanted to enter introduce ourselves to you guys um and let you know just a little bit about us so outside of our family um daniel and i both work in education i am an assistant principal at a local middle school
1: and i work in in uh student success, academic support, and just recently transitioned over to career services in higher education setting. Um, And Lydia and I both share our our stories and our experiences, of course won't mention any names and of course the life lessons that we've learned throughout all this and things that we want to pass on to you all as well.
0: So besides kind of our educational backgrounds, this podcast is really going to focus on what we've learned and continue to learn every day in parenting our little girl. Um, she is almost 18 months and it has been not the easiest 18 months. I'll say that for sure.
1: Wild ride to say the least. Um, just the first, and we'll talk more about this maybe in this podcast or later on, but, um, I can tell you that like the first four months, I would say we went to the ER four times and it's just a lot like, wow.
0: Yeah. um, And it's parenting is something that nobody can ever, I think kind of prepare you for. Um, but that's one of the main reasons why we wanted to do this is to let parents know like, Hey, you're not alone. This crazy stuff happens to everyone. Um, and he- here's kind of what we did to, to help navigate that. Um, we're also going to let you guys kind of get to know us a little bit better just with, um, some things that are important to us and that we do on a day to day life when we're not parenting and we're not at work essentially. Um, so for me, I love crafting and baking and, um, reading books and shopping so you guys will definitely get some content on that
1: and and i of course um have my own interests uh but uh for me that's usually gaming and i like to explore the community uh we're right here in central north carolina so we uh lydia and i like to go out and explore various places and even at work when uh, I'm talking with students, and they always complain, oh, there's nothing to do around here. Oh, there's stuff to do, but you have to find it. And throughout my career, I've um, had to find my own fun. So whether it was uh, my three years that I worked in South Carolina or the... Um...
0: In the middle of nowhere.
1: Okay, Legitimately. well... Legitimately. Well, 18 months of that was in the middle of nowhere, it and... It was awful. You visited me once! one time and
0: it was awful i got food poisoning i,
1: I know you got food poisoning so okay anyway <laughs> um i had a fun time anyway uh, but and i learned a lot about myself and just how not to go crazy in isolation uh but uh just that t- um i love going out and ex- like i said exploring new places uh we both love history lydia and i both love history so anything that's Historical related, whether it's American history or world history or anything like that, we we love to hear more about it. Uh, And so uh, each one of us might have our own personal segments where we talk about these topics and sometimes we'll have topics where we're together and we'll talk more about that.
0: One of the things that I found that I love the most, and I think we love the most um, about parenting is experiencing things with our little nugget. And one of the things that we found that we love experiencing with her is actually a television show. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And this television show has I think completely changed the way that we thought about being parents and that show is called Bluey
1: and to say that that Lydia and I are huge fans of Bluey is a is a understatement huge understatement we we must quote the show to each other at least three times a day in some capacity and
0: I think that's the beauty of it though like I think It is a show that kids will watch, but it's truly for the parents.
1: And that's the, I think that's the amazing thing about the show too. And uh, the, the backstory of Bluey is one of the creators didn't want a show for children to be educational, but rather the show to talk about and explore, play with their kids, how to play with your children. Right. And whether that's in a father role whether that's in a mother role uh it goes into grandparents and even some uh aunts and uncles come into the equation uh but what is bluey itself so bluey is uh in a show about anthropomorphic dogs which means dogs that pretend to be human and it is about a nuclear family uh which is the mom chili dad whose name is bandit uh, you got the two kids, Bluey, who I believe is six, six yeah. and Bingo is four. Both are two little girls. And the the gender of the, the two little girls doesn't really matter as much in the show as you might think because at the end of the day, any of these games can be played by anyone, which is a, an amazing part of it. So it doesn't matter what, uh, what game is being played. Anybody uh, can play it. So for example, um and this show is on is on Disney Plus, uh and it's um uh, constantly going in our house probably maybe thirty minutes a day or so, thirty minutes to an hour a day. Um
0: because our little girl does love it. Like we we talk about how much we love it, but our <laughs> daughter truly does love the show Bluey and she dances to the theme song oh, yeah, that and we
1: caught her. Doing that.
0: <laughs> she loves um, everything bluey, and we're excited because she's gonna have a bluey Christmas.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's very true. Um, and we have all these toys and, and everything. But uh, the best example I can give is the third episode in Disney Plus's lineup. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, because the cartoon comes from Australia, uh, I'm not sure what their lineup is, but the third episode in the first season is called Keepy Uppy. And, Keepy Uppy. And if you're if you were a kid at any point and you had a balloon and you had somebody else with you, your job was to keep that balloon in the air as long as possible. And that's a game, I think, that I, I don't know of any child or adult that hasn't played that in some form. That's true. Uh, maybe it wouldn't have been called Keepy Uppy or something like that, but it was something and then of course um throughout the episode of keepy uppy the dad tries to make things more challenging and it gets to the point where um uh, even the neighbors get involved and that's and that's <laughs> i done me happy, I done me happy. <laughs> which is just a hilarious line that i may or may not have uttered a couple of times recently um when i was out doing yard work uh so it's, it's a great show about playing with kids and playing with your kids and interacting with other kids. Um, but it shows like that interaction as well um, from not only the the kid's point of view, but the parent's point of view. And so as much as the show is about Bingo and Bluey and all of their friends, it's also about Bandit and Chili and uh, their family and their friends their kids friends parents and all of their adventures that they get into as well so uh this is a show we like to talk about because we love playing with our daughter uh whether it's reading to her or just stacking cups and watching her go godzilla on them and throw them across the room
0: destructive baby, yeah, it's,
1: destructive baby. it's great <laughs> so uh you know we love playing with her and that that show has really changed my mind mindset and how to parent uh and we look at generations of parents and and we'll and that's a conversation I think for another day but I mean that's that's so much different than how my dad parented me so I look forward to to playing with my child and and teaching her things through the art of play
0: and I think for me as a as a mom the best part about this show is it's very realistic in terms of the things that it just portrays um you know i never understood you know the how dirty a back seat could be until i became a parent um oh
1: my god <laughs> we're still finding socks back there
0: we are still finding socks um and you know cheerios and puffs, puffs and everything puffs. else god. um but one of the one of the best parts about this show is that it shows those things that you know we as moms think about and feel like we're being judged for um but it shows it in a way that you're like yeah okay because as soon as you see uh their last name is healers um the healers back seat it's got you know stickers. juice stickers Uh, you know just food everywhere um and the girls and yeah and the girls in their car seats and it just it really as a mom kind of helps get rid of that that mom guilt about not being perfection yeah um and that's one of the beauties of this show and in one of the episodes one of the more current episodes it talks about um you know the girls are just on Chili's last nerve and Chili, you know, looks at bandit and just says, I need 20 minutes where nobody comes and talks to me. And so he, he does that for her and that.
1: Through a hilarious set of circumstances, might I add?
0: Yes. um, And it was just a very beautiful portrayal of, Hey, you know what? You don't have to be that perfect um mom that's you know with the kids twenty four seven, and you feel like you can never have a break or have a moment to yourself and so that to me has been a wonderful I guess kind of preview of things because it the mom guilt is real and this show has helped me kind of work through that and I don't even know if that was one of the intentions but that's one of the things that has happened for me And we're going to talk more and more about Bluey um, just because it is such a huge part of our lives as parents. So I hope you guys take the time to log on to Disney Plus and take a watch at Bluey. Now it's time for Lydia's Lit Review. Okay, y'all. So it is Christmas break. I am 100% in that Christmas mode um, and mood. One of my favorite things to do is to curl up and watch a great, you know, Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, but unfortunately, as a mom, sometimes I don't always have that luxury and time to just, you know, give all of my attention to a movie. So one of the things that I decided to do this year was to try listening to Christmas audiobooks instead to help me get in that Christmas spirit, um, and y'all, I found, I found it. I found the trilogy. It is about a fictional town called Mistletoe, Idaho, and in this town, there is a family whose last name is The Winters. And you guessed it, they own a Christmas tree farm. And the book series, there's three books. It follows the winter's adult children, um, Nick, Noel, and Mary. Mary spelled M-E-R-R-Y. Y'all, it's total hallmark and it's beautiful. Um, Each one of these books is about a six-hour read on Audible. And they are Audible originals, so they are free. And one thing you guys will... know, find out about me is if it's free, it's for me. Um, And so these books are just a lovely way to bring in the Christmas holiday um, and really kind of get in that mood about, you know, not only the Christmas spirit, but also spending time with the ones that you love. So I'm gonna do a quick, like, really quick synopsis of uh, the three books. They are all by an author named Cody Hall, And I would five stars, highly recommend if you are looking for a Hallmark movie-esque book series. So the first one is called Nick and Noel's Christmas Playlist. Um, This is about the oldest child in the Winters family. His name is Nick. He's just returned home to mistletoe from the army, and it is about him coming home to his best friend, Noel and kind of how they are maneuvering through uh, different parts of their life now that they are both grown um, and now that they are both adults and living very close to one another in an apartment complex. So that one's a really good read, and that is the very first of the trilogy. Um, The second one is there's something about Mary. Um, This follows Mary, who... Wants to take over her the family Christmas tree farm, um, and she is working alongside a guy named Clark, who is a single father, um, and who was just brought on as the foreman of the Christmas tree farm. And they have a beautiful story about um, what it's like to come home and you know be a part of a family business. The last one um, is called Along Came Holly, and it follows the story of the middle winter's child, Holly, Um, and she owns a Gift for All Seasons shop, and it talks about her as a business owner um, and as a young woman, and it's just a great kind of female empowerment book, Um, but she also has a next door neighbor in the business world. His name is Declan and they, he, they are complete opposites. He hates Christmas. He is a Scrooge. He is a Grinch Um, and she loves it. So it's a great kind of story about getting yourselves in the um, holiday spirit and, you know, helping out those around you. I will tell you that these books do have a little spice to them. Um they do have some uh some steamy scenes, so not a whole whole lot, but uh I would suggest maybe not reading them around your kiddos. <laughs> so, uh if you would let me know if you guys read these books and let me know what you think about them. So again, that was um the trilogy of mistletoe uh, by cody hall and again the titles were nick and noel's christmas playlist there's something about mary and along came holly i hope you guys enjoy
1: up next is nerd news (laughs) all right so on this section of nerd news we're going to talk about three different topics Uh, The first one we're going to talk about is um, Netflix released a new show called Sonic Prime, which follows Sonic the Hedgehog uh, in a brand new adventure that was commissioned by Netflix oh goodness, earlier in the year, and with any sort of video game adaptation or movie or TV show, I am always very skeptical. And that goes all the way back to the abysmal Super Mario Brothers movie that was released in the 90s uh, there have been very few uh video game adaptations that I've kind of liked that I've seen uh, but Sonic Prime surprised me in a good way so this this show uh, introduces uh sort of the idea and uh, not to go too deep into things uh, but Sonic and his friends, uh discover uh the evil dr eggman uh going after the um the crystal and what does this crystal do it's they don't know and once sonic spin dashes into it the whole world and worlds go crazy uh so think of like uh you want to think of like dr strange and the multiverse of madness so think of a sonic in a multiverse type of thing so there's different uh versions of his friends and sonic travels between them and it's really well done it's uh there is no background information that's needed about any of it so you can go straight into it if you've never seen anything sonic the hedgehog related uh and that's something i really appreciated uh, as I was watching this with, with Lydia and Nugget, um, we I understood it, Lydia understood it, Nugget liked the flashing lights and the, the speed scenes. So uh, we really enjoyed it, and uh, I can't wait for season two. I, I hope it does really well, and uh, I, I would highly recommend that as a fun binge for a weekend. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is the Mario movie trailer. And one thing that that caught my eye was uh and i had seen it of course everybody uh if you're interested in this movie at all you've probably seen it on your phone and or you've seen it maybe in like a computer on your desktop or something like that but here's the thing uh lydia and i a couple of days ago we actually for the first time ever went to go see a movie and we'll talk about that next but in the trailer. The trailer for the Mario movie was just amazing. Um, And this, of course, you can go watch this anywhere on YouTube, but the first Mario movie trailer where Bowser comes in and invades the ice kingdom with the penguins that throw snowballs. And, you know, at first when you see that, you're like, okay, this is kind of cool. When you're in the movie theater, it is a whole different experience with that. Um, Just, and I know... You know people are gonna get on the voice acting and all that. but Jack Black seems to be doing an amazing job as Bowser from what we've seen. and even in just that clip, it was it was thunderous. I was a little terrified, even though I knew exactly what was going on., uh, Of course, you got the surround sound and all the technology with movie theaters and everything like that. But I guess what I'm saying is like, your phone and your desktop don't quite do that trailer justice. So if you're thinking it looks kind of hokey, And Silly, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be. Because it's a movie meant for kids, done by the same studio that did Minions and uh, Despicable Me. But it was a whole different atmosphere in the movie theater, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I'm looking forward to the Mario movie. Again, like I said at the top, skeptical. Uh, I'm encouraged. Um, And uh, so I have what is it uh i'm optimistic but skeptical i guess is the word i'm looking for with that um and the last one uh lydia and i went to go see a movie we went to go see wakanda forever and um no spoilers here if you haven't seen it i'm sure it'll be on disney plus here soon but uh i thought it was a good movie um it was standard marvel movie fare i guess is what i can say uh, I thought they did a good job wrapping up. Of course, you all know Chadwick Boseman passed away a few uh, few years ago uh, unexpectedly. And so they had to retire the character of T'Challa. And I think they did an excellent job of that in the movie um, and find a way as Wakanda grieved and tried to move past the Black Panther. Um, as were T'Challa as the black Panther and how they go about doing that while facing a new threat, I thought was very well done. Uh, I am not sure. Uh, there was a storyline in there in the movie and I'm not really sure. Uh, it was a very side storyline and it had nothing to do with Wakanda and I'm not really sure how that's going to play into things later on in the Marvel cinematic universe, if at all. But, uh, that was my only real quibble about it. Everything else was very straightforward. Uh, I thought it was very interesting to see the different uh, rulers and leaders and leadership styles and what the hard lines were for both leaders uh, in Wakanda and uh, the enemy. Um, So, and it wasn't as black and white as some other Marvel movies are. And, and I mean like, you know, who were the good guys who were the bad guys, Because at the end of the day, the movie does a good job of making you feel empathy for the bad guy. And I I sort of appreciated that in that it makes sense and you're sort of conflicted as to how things turn out. Uh, But I highly recommend you go see it. Um, It's it's good. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure how it'll impact the Marvel Cinematic Universe overall. But I think it's a pretty good follow-up to uh, the first Black Panther movie. Uh, And so next time we'll talk about some other news that catches my eye in terms of gaming. And we'll see you then.
0: All right, fellow Navigators, that's it for us for our first episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to All Encompassing. If you like what you hear, please like, share, and subscribe to our channel.